1: I see that everyone knows their part, and I am merely the sage. But above all else, I see a shadow on my stage. And so, no matter how you measure, it's six more weeks of winter weather. Is that from Punxsutawney Phil? Wow, he was really excited about six more weeks of winter. How'd they teach the groundhog to talk? I feel like that should be a bigger part of the story. All right, turns out the advanced analytics on uh, Punk's Tony Phil's success rate, how mm. often is he right versus wrong? 70% of the time he gets it right. In 100 years. 70% Seven, of the time? He's at a 70% hit rate. Is it? How, how can that be possible? Did, did they set it up to be easy for him to hit on it? <laughs> I don't know. Like how would they do that? I uh, like they maybe they just made groundhog day the right day. And they made it the right amount of time. It's 6 weeks more of winter. Cuz you know, had they decided groundhog day was going to be like February 17th. Then maybe his hit rate would be like 30%. Right. Maybe. I'm just I think it's uh, he's a. it's a system groundhog. Yeah. Right, he's in a system. He's in a, he's, he's a system. Quarter. He's in the Kyle Shanahan system. He's he like the yeah, tenth like, like groundhog. The tenth. It's got to be like, how many? How long do groundhogs live? I'm gonna guess like ten years. You going with ten? I'm gonna go with ten years. Evan, how long do groundhogs live? Throw, throw out a name. Throw, throw out throw a, a, a amount of time. How long do they live? Twenty. You're gonna go twenty. I'm going ten. Twenty and ten. Okay. Groundhog lifespan is three years. Oh my. wow! The poor oh, so oh groundhog. Oh Wait ten. You're saying there's only been 10 then? No, no. I was just guessing. Oh, that. oh I'm sorry. Turns okay. out there's probably been about, like, what, 50? There's been <laughs> a lot of them, yeah. The average lifespan of a groundhog yeah, well, is three I, years. Maybe, wow. I, maybe I take that back. Uh, the average groundhog in captivity can live over 10 years, if not closer to 15. In, okay. the, in the wild, perhaps they don't live nearly as long. I guess I also just don't realize, like, the animals all around us, I don't know how long they live. How long does a squirrel live? Can't be much different, right? And I would have guessed like squirrels live like, I don't know, 15 years. <laughs> is that that crazy? I mean, it sounds crazy. The idea fifteen that years that the squirrel that's outside your house has been there for 15 years. Why is that crazy? It sounds crazy. Is Why? That, what? How long do they live? Squirrel life expectancy. You're telling me like a squirrel? One to two years. Yeah, there you go. You thought. No, no I'm sorry. The average adult. Uh, the average life of an adult is closer to six years. Six years. You, Ma- you, maximum lifespan are 12 years in the wild. And here, you thought you and that squirrel outside your, your house, yeah. you, you, you lived the drought together. He was there I, the whole yeah. time. <laughs> drought squirrel. He was there for Trent. He was there for EJ. <laughs> yes. Every year. He's been through it all. But apparent, apparently not. Good morning. It's, uh, it's Jeremy and Joe. Meanwhile, i got to thank Dennis on Twitter. He sent us something that... This is incredible. Yeah. yeah. We We were actually able to try this in real time. And okay... Chalk this up right there with we didn't know how long squirrels and groundhogs were alive for. Yeah. So we got this bet board, and Joe mentioned in passing last segment when we write a bet on the board, sometimes the accident happens where someone writes the bet in Sharpie on the whiteboard. Yeah. And Dennis wrote it and said, "Oh, if that happens, you just write on the Sharpie part with a dry erase marker, and then wipe it off, and the Sharpie will go away." Yes, and we tried it. To which, like, come on, there's no way that's right. So Joe went over to the board, took the mar- the dry erase marker, and dro- wrote over the sharpie marker, and wiped it away in an instant. Like, just like no residue left no. over. It is it's brand like it's brand new. Mm-hmm. At least the part that we that we erased. How much pressure did you put on the board? Did you like have to like no- really- nothing? No- Not nothing, nothing at all. Like I just wrote on it like normal, and then I erased it like I normally would. No, that's it. We've we've had a lot of conversations today about Tom Brady and greatness and all this but is it possible there's a scientist listening that could explain to me how this happens? How is it possible? How, yeah. how, how does that happen?
2: Like is, the is Sharpie,
1: it, the permanent ink is already there. Is it the same concept as like the Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, which I don't I don't understand how that works either. Maybe this is how the Mr. Clean Magger, Magic Eraser how, was even invented. How in the world does a Sharpie come off of a whiteboard just by putting whiteboard marker over it and then erasing it. How does it, ha- how? I, I, no. Someone out there knows the answer to this. I, yeah. Is there like, are there other examples of this in life? If I spill wine on myself, <laughs> can I put like barbecue sauce over the wine you know that's there, easier to get out and there, then I can just erase it all? There is stuff like that, yeah. Just it wouldn't be barbecue sauce. Yeah, I don't know if it's barbecue sauce. This probably is how the Mr. Clean Magic Eraser was invented, no? I, I have This no, happened. I have Someone no idea. learned of this on a whiteboard. And figured it out. I still like almost don't want to believe that it it yeah. it also is real, even though I just did it. We watched it but happen. I also just realized I think the thing I erased was the Ryan Tannehill starts and win a Super Bowl bet. The number on it. Probably should have erased one that's already been decided, like Alex Tuck next Saber's captain, because that one's already gone. All kinds of discoveries being made today. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway. Including, by the way, do you see yards per pass on Twitter? Everybody yards per pass on Twitter. Yeah. He's stunned at the amount of people from our conversation that believe LeBron is better than Jordan. I I am a LeBron over Jordan guy. I don't think it's that hard to believe. I think it's just who you grew up watching and what your what your age range is. I'm almost fascinated that Jordan has the this allure over people that like he he's the holy grail. Like you just you can't don't even t- don't even talk about it. Don't touch it. Like he walks on water. I I kind of get why that is. He won six straight championships. Well, in seasons he played, three and then yeah, three and then three. Yeah, and six and zero oh in the finals. Like I guess I guess I understand it. And I watched the last dance. I still don't feel like I have a great enough appreciation for it, though. Because I think it's LeBron, and it's like you can't even like the Jordan people are like don't don't even come near me. Don't want to hear from you. Yeah, there, that's not. There's no. That's not Brady. Right, that's right. Like even the Brady people, like they're not they're not going to kill you over like Peyton Manning. I don't think. Maybe they will a little bit. The Jordan, the Jordan part of it, I think, is just on another level than Brady. So I don't have. You can even make an argument there. I don't have Brady on the Gretzky tier. I don't even know if I want to put great Brady on the Jordan tier. If I were to, the thing I always say about Jordan versus LeBron, like you know, it's an age old debate that has been happening on Skip Bayless's show for a decade. Yeah. I, it's, it's so it's so overplayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to me, you you say it's like, um, you know, it's who you grew up with. I also think it comes down to what style of game you like. Yeah, I always like Jordan's game better. Okay, I found it more appealing to watch than, okay. than LeBron. Doesn't mean that if you want to tell me LeBron's better, I'll, I'll listen to it. But you know, I, I no that's that's right though because I mean I'm just thinking about how like I play like when I play hockey, I'm a very passive player. Like I'm like I loved being a playmaker when I was growing up playing hockey, and like that's LeBron, right? Like LeBron is like, I mean, he's more more magic than he, he is Jordan. He yeah, but he is about to set the all time scoring. He, t- he is, and, you know. We, but no one, he's kind of like Gretzky. Gretzky is the goals record. Gretzky's not really known as like a goal scorer. Like LeBron's not gonna have the point record just because he's played so long at a high level. Yeah, he's about to become the highest scoring player in the history of the NBA. It's going happen. I can't believe that's not being talked about more. By the way, it's going to happen next week, right? Yeah, um, Thursday next week. They have two home games coming up. The Thunder game. I saw ESPN analytics running like when it's most likely to happen. Oh, okay, yeah, because the Thunder game at the it's either going to happen at the end of the Thunder game, which is next Tuesday, ten thirty, and or it's going to happen at the beginning of the Bucks game next Thursday. We're just going to wake up one day and LeBron's going to be the all-time leading scorer. Yeah, yeah, unless he scores eighty-nine against the against the Pacers tonight. <laughs> Now that would be pretty cool. If he scored 89 to break the record. Yes. They could probably do that, couldn't they? could not the Lakers just decide, you know what, we don't care about winning this game. We're not that good anyway. We're in 13th place. Let's just get him the record tonight. Go get 89. He's going to take every shot. And he's going to score 90. Even if he's got to take 60 shots tonight. We're going to get him the record tonight. Although the game's in Indiana, so that might not make much sense. Hmm. All right, it is a quiet story. I mean, it's not that quiet, but you know, it's we, quieter we, than the Aaron Judge story. That's true. Aaron Judge, we got cut into college football games as he's trying to set a team record in home runs. Right, and here's LeBron about to become the highest scoring player in the history of the game. And you know, you can't exactly cut into basketball the same way. Like this thing about baseball, Judge has at bats. Yeah, you know, every time down the floor, they're just going to cut in. I, I would they, guess they, they when they're really. when you're four points away. They'll cut in then. You could cut in. But that could take another quarter and a half. Right. Take it from someone who goes to Syracuse basketball games. When you stand and clap for the first basket for every game, which is something to do with Syracuse, sometimes it takes eight minutes to get a all basket. Never mind for one guy to score a basket. Yeah. So if you cut in when he's – you probably cut in when he's three points away. Do you cut in when he's three points away from the lead or three points away from tying? Right. If you're LeBron, do you care how you break the record? Hammer dunk. Hammer dunk. Like yeah. if – like, would you, at the free throw line, would you want yeah. it at the free throw line? Would you no. miss the free throw a little bit on purpose? Maybe not make it that overt because I don't want to do it at the free throw line? That's a great question. End of a game. It's going to be the highlight as you become the all-time leading scorer. you right. got you got to miss that free throw, and later on in the game, I'm, I am I want a hammer dunk or off the backboard dunk. You got, It's got to be, it's, I want some style on that. Or even, like, step back three or yeah. something like yeah. that. Something, like, you're going for style. Something flashy. Yeah. And also, like, if the game is not close, maybe you shouldn't be in there in the first place. If you're down 20, you're not going for it, right? Like, end of the game, final two minutes, game is out of hand. Are you, are you going for it then? Like, does the game circumstance matter, too? Mm, that's tougher. That's tougher. Because then I'm signing up for the next game. What, we're going to stop it two minutes in when I score the opening basket? So you'd rather have it at the end of the game. Depends. You'd if rather he, do it in the Thunder game because it's likely to happen in like the fourth quarter. You want to do it at home is the number one but thing. But what the other thing too, if the game is close, like what if it's a game tying shot or it's a, a shot to go down one with a minute left. <laughs> you're down one with a minute left. Do they stop the game? Do you stop the game now? With a minute left? They might rather just make it at the beginning of the game and like, hey Well, you're trying I don't know, you're trying to win at the same time. It's tough. You might I'd want to control it a little bit Yeah, Tim and Hamburg's with us. What's up, Tim?
2: Hi Guys, I'd just like to bring up uh I grew up in the fifties and sixties, and the big competition in my day playing basketball was will Chamberlain and Bill Russell. so my dad would always take uh, the Celtics and Bill Russell was better than uh will Chamberlain, and will you know I remember they used to play in Russell would hold Wilt to 45 points and 25 rebounds, and they used to shake Russell's hand at the end of the game. You know, and he would hold Russell to under under 20 points and uh, less rebounds than him. And my dad always said, it's not, it's, uh, it's, it's, it comes down to championships, and Russell won so many more championships than Wilt uh, won. Like eleven to two or something along that line, but uh uh I always thought will Chamberlain was the most dominating player I've ever seen. Mm. I mean he could shoot the fadeaway, he could hook he could do everything, and uh uh he would lose because he had to play offense and defense where Bill just had to get rebounds and feed it out to Hablaick or Kuzi or Sharman, and they would be off, you know uh that was just my point. Uh, that was probably the biggest disagreement me and my father ever had.
1: Hmm. It's, I guess
2: I just wanted to mention that to you that that was the big, the big thing in basketball when I was growing up.
1: It's kind of the same debate, isn't it? Chamberlain, Chamberlain for the production, Russell for the winning. I mean, it's kind of the same as as Manning and Brady, I think in many ways.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's where I come down. But, uh, you guys are doing a good job. Thanks again.
1: Thanks, Tim. If I want to stay consistent, I want to put the guys with the better production over the guys that just won. Like, I'm very this this fight is coming. What, two years from now? I have friends that are Giants fans. I've already told them. This fight is coming for Eli. For, uh, for Eli Manning in the Hall of Fame. He won two Super Bowls. It's two games out of three hundred that the guy played. Like, how much should it be worth? It should be worth a lot. It should not, to me, be worth everything because of how much luck there is in it, randomness there is in it. There are so many factors over whether or not you actually win or lose. Well, the, that's what the Super Bowl does for you, right? Let's let's stick to Super Bowls. We're watching ESPN's Get Up right now, and they're talking about, can Sean Payton fix Russell Wilson? Three years ago, you would have said Russell Wilson's a Hall of Famer, right? Like, yes. Great production, Won a Super Bowl. How about now? I mean, it was one really, really bad year. But if he doesn't start to string together, if he doesn't recover from this. Well, right. Because you might ask me two years ago whether he's in, and I might have assumed that. He would just be good for a while, and. and That there was more to come. Yeah. Like this last season that Wilson just had, if he doesn't come back from this, you want to take that off the board. Sure, he won a Super Bowl. But he's no longer on the level. Right, how different is he from Matthew Stafford at that point? All I'm really getting at there is, especially if you win one early, you are just, oh, you got one. So, like Mahomes, we think Mahomes is going to go to the Hall of Fame, right? He's been good enough. He's already had a Hall of Fame career. Like if Jalen Hurts and the Eagles win the Super Bowl, Hurts will have tons of career left, and it will be too early to say whether or not he makes the Super Bowl. But he's halfway to the Eli Manning conversation right is Manning the, the the number one Eli the number one example for a guy whose career is probably inflated by by oh, winning on th- he's the poster child of it 1000% it's not even also just the winning like Brady it's the winning but it's all of it right it's the seven Super Bowls but it's what 20 division championships playoffs every single year this year wasn't it it was the first time in his career that he played a game with a losing record like, Brady, it's the winning, it's the Super Bowls, and it's winning everywhere else. Eli Manning finished with a 117 and 117 record. He was a four-time Pro Bowler. He finished four-time Pro Bowler. Four-time Pro Bowler. Never an All-Pro. Never, I mean, look at some of these seasons with interceptions. I mean, he had a season where he had 18 touchdowns and 27 interceptions, playing, like, recently. And he finishes a 500 quarterback. Yes, he's the poster child for the Super Bowls will inflate him. And you know what's funny? I just looked up Russell Wilson's pro football reference, like the Hall of Fame monitor. Russell Wilson is twenty-first all time, and with the Hall of Fame monitor, twentieth is Eli Manning. Mm. They are like right there. So he's got work to do, and they're both right behind guys that are in, like Kurt Warner, uh, is Dan Foutsen? Yes, I believe so. Uh, Staubach, Bradshaw, Bart Starr, like they're they're going to get there. So right now, Kurt Warner is like the cutoff. Kurt Warner, yeah, is about the cutoff. Yeah, Fouts, Fouts went in in nineteen ninety three. Behind Wilson is like Ken Anderson, Namath, Ken Stabler. There's Matthew Stafford, Warren Moon, Mahomes. Is oh my god, oh, Mahomes is already almost there. Yeah, <laughs> Mahomes needs like one more season and he's a Hall of Famer. Um, would you bet? Yeah. Would you bet Josh Allen to make it? Yes, you'd bet it easily. What do you think the odds should be on that? Minus t- minus not. I almost said a, a really big number. Minus a thousand. You think he's a very, very likely candidate to be a Hall I, of Famer? I want to say I'd be stunned if Josh Allen does not make the Hall of Fame someday. Provided he stays healthy. Yeah, If he stays healthy, yeah. yeah like if he, his career ended next year, he'd be, it'd be tough if, to put him in. Right, if he's healthy but if he through gets, it all. If he yes. gets 10 years of his production... I don't even think he has to win a Super Bowl at the production he's at, right? I mean, the amount of touchdowns he's putting up because of his rushing included, the right. numbers he's putting up, I mean... I will see. You know, like I'll I'll be curious to see. Like, will they put Philip Rivers in? That's interesting too. By the way, I mentioned Russell Wilson and Eli Manning. They're twentieth and twenty first. And I went through that group. It goes Warner, Fouts, Staubach, Bradshaw, Bart Starr, then Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers is like should be in fifteenth as he's in. He's actually right there with Ben Roethlisberger. So let me get back to. I, I think it's. I would put it like minus one thousand. Super likely to happen. Would you let's odds- see what they do with Philip Rivers? Okay, by compa- whether or not they win a Super Bowl. By or not. comparison, you make the odds. A sneaky Joe sports book here. Russell Wilson's odds, Hall of Fame, underdog at this point. Nah, minus one, f- minus two hundred. Slight favorite. Yeah, slight favorite. He he probably he put up really good numbers he, and he won he a did. Super Bowl. If he finishes his career limping home like this, if Sean Payton doesn't fix it, which he probably will, right? It won't go as bad as it did. But to what degree will he fix it? Right. Last year, he had 3,100, the year before this past season, 3,100 yards, 25 touchdowns, six picks. What if he just becomes a pretty good quarterback for the rest of his career? Is he in? He won't win a Super Bowl doing that. No. So he'll be stuck at one. He's in Mahomes' division. He's not going to do anything more winning divisions than anything, I don't think. So I want to think it's possible he doesn't get in. He could be one of those guys who just waits a while, though, too. Eight oh three oh five fifty, get Curtis in real quickly here. Curtis, good morning.
3: Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing today? Good. Um, you guys was talking about uh, Jordan and and um, well, actually, talking about uh, uh, LeBron scoring. Now, I'll shoot. I hated Jordan, but I think he's better than LeBron. him. I was more of a Pistons fan, Isaiah. But anyway, uh, uh, Kobe scored eighty one in a game. And, like, in his last game, what was it? He put up, like, 65 or something, which I just still freaks me out. So there's a possibility that that, that LeBron could do it tonight, you know, if if they wanted to. You know, <laughs> just, just go for it, dude.
1: 89. Go for 89 tonight.
3: 89. Hey, Kobe did 81. I know. Yeah. Who's better, Kobe or LeBron? Personally, I'm a Kobe fan. So, yeah, I, I would kind of like to see it, even though I don't like him. I'd like to see him do something like that.
1: Kobe, yeah. Thank, thanks, Curtis. Kobe's last game, I was just, I was just going to reference this. He scored sixty. Yes, he did take fifty shots. Yeah, it was all about, <laughs> it was all about him getting the highest number he could. Fifty shots. Yeah, which is awesome. Is that his high for the season? Yeah, fifty shots, it the, might be the high for his. What, what do you have in the eighty-one game? Uh boy, that's a good question. What I mean that that was in Toronto the eighty one game right? That points. was in L A. But it was against Toronto uh, against Toronto. Okay, I thought it, I thought I thought it was in Toronto. I thought it was in Toronto too. Okay, I'll, ch- I'll check real quick. Um, yeah, here we go. So January twenty sixth, twenty second, two thousand six. Kobe's eighty one game. He had no. This can't be right. Yep, no, forty six attempts. Okay, forty six attempts, and it was in L A. Yeah, it was in L A. Um, if, if LeBron had 46 attempts, would he get there? To 89? No, that's not going to happen, right? He'd have to get, like, what, 10 of those to be three-pointers? 15 of those to be three-pointers? Anyways, it would be cool. Also, I, I do want to back off that idea a little bit of him getting 89 and being cool because it, <laughs> it would be in Indiana. Why do you want to break the record in Indiana that badly? Uh, It's the Hoosier State. Okay. Obviously. They like basketball. They'd respect it. I would want to break it at home, or in Cleveland. Ooh. But I don't think they. I don't know if they play Cleveland coming up. Yeah, we'll get a break in eight hundred three hundred five fifty. A lot it's, of Hall of Fame stuff today, and just goat yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. A lot of conversations, kind of you know, splitting off into Kobe and Bill Russell and Serena Williams. All good stuff. You can join us. Bring up anybody who we were mentioned at this point. Mm, I don't know. All right, we'll find something else to talk about. I don't know what, what's up. What's up next? What are we gonna do next? Beckham. We even not talked about yeah, Beckham Yeah, sure, I want to talk sure. about Beckham this week. should do that. Let's do it.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: Hey, we have a little bit of news here. Rasmus Dahlin will replace Tage Thompson at the All-Star game. Bad news. Tage appears to be a little bit dinged up. Good news. Rasmus Dahlin goes instead. I'm ready to ask you a question here. Good for Rasmus. Good for Darlene. So do they both now go down as all-stars for this season? I believe so. Is Darlene the more deserving player anyway? If you had to pick one, who's more deserving, Darlene or Thompson? I think it's Darlene. I think it's Darlene. I think Darlene, I mean, he's in the Norris conversation. Not that Thompson's not in the Hart conversation, but he's shooting for the Rockets still. That's getting less and less likely with McDavid scoring. Uh, Darlene might—he might be the best defenseman in hockey right now. And he plays half the game. What he does out there to control the game, both defensively and offensively—I think the value Darlene brings. I think I might—I want I would want to put above Thompson. Well, the Atlantic Division will have a defenseman. Darlene's going. He has 55 points through the first 50 games for the Sabers. He is a two-time All-Star now. Rasmus Darlene heading to Florida for. The Sabers for the All Star Game. So good. Tage get well. Darlene going to the All Star Game. On a hockey note, Brian Mazurowski tweeted this out from uh, BMAS from WBen. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of a story about the NHL ratings right now. Yeah. And what BMAS tweeted out was that last week, Aston Villa and Everton at 7:24 a.m. beat Avalanche Kings on ESPN in prime time. Really? 7.24 a.m., Premier League Soccer, between two clubs that are not exactly the powerhouses. Everton's in relegation, actually, right now, and Villa's, like, what, mid-table? Aston Villa-Everton beat Avalanche Kings on ESPN in primetime. time. Now, the the bigger story is viewership of the NHL is down 22% from last season. According to Austin Karp, managing editor Sports Business Journal, NHL regular season games to date have averaged... Um, about 370,000 viewers on ESPN and TNT. Second season of the seven-year deal. And in previous years, had been 478,000. So, ratings are down. And I don't have a, well, it's because, I really don't. The digital ads. Not, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's the quality of the game. No, it's never been higher. The game is... in. They're, they're going to set records this year. I mean, last year they set records, right? They're going to be the highest scoring seasons. It's 96. Yep. The... The game, I think the game is very healthy. And looks good, it's fun to watch. It's not just the Sabres overall. So, what answer could there be? The, a lot of what I've seen is just... I mean, I don't know how true this is. There's always kind of been a complaint of the NHLs; just they do a very poor job at marketing their stars. And there could be some, some true, truth to that. I don't know that it would be 22% of truth that would cause a decrease like that on its own. But... There's an element there, right? Like hockey and the way it's marketed, it's very focused on the team aspect of things and not, oh, come watch Connor McDavid. Yeah, that's. I, I feel like that's true to a point. I also feel like the biggest complaint we always make or get is, oh, it's the Winter Classic and who's playing? Oh, Crosby again. I'm getting Crosby all day, every yeah. day. Yeah. So you might be right to non-hockey fans. Meanwhile, don't the hockey fans think there's a little too much of that? What about? But is that just for the old stars, though, or like the new stars? Like McDavid's in Edmonton, so it's always going to make it a little bit harder. But how much do they do that with McDavid? Like Crosby and Ovechkin have been overplayed so much for their entire careers. But what about McDavid for that? What about he's in Edmonton? Matthews for that. I mean, is it is that just circumstance then that your star players play in Canada? A little bit. I mean. Listen, we work a morning shift. I knew when LeBron went to the Lakers, I'd never see him again. Right. I see you later. Have yeah. a good, have a good time out there. And that's true of anybody that goes out west. Yeah. So if you if you go play for the Canucks, have a good time. I, I'm not going to see your games. I can't. I I work early. You know, and a lot of people do right. work early. East Coast, whether it's football games that start at nine o'clock, you start in these games at ten. Yeah. Joe, here's how many years old I am. On a Saturday night, last week, uh-huh. Saturday, 9 o'clock game for the Sabres and Wild, here's a little bit of good news, bad news. The good news is the Sabres are in a spot where you know people want to get together and watch games again. Yep. So my buddy's like, hey, let's watch a game. All right, come on over. I went over, watched a game at a friend's house. I fell asleep in his recliner. <laughs> <laughs> at a friend's house, At too. a friend's Not house. Not even like in your own surroundings, nope. like comfortable... Nope. As it was comfortable. I mean, not now that it wasn't comfortable. No, it was very but. comfortable. But that's, wow, that's a that's a move. Falling asleep at a friend's house for a, in, <laughs> during a game. <laughs> yeah, fell wow. asleep. What do you was remember a, when during, when in the game? I was nodding off. Like it, it wasn't yeah. a consistent sleep. It was just a little nodding off. And then uh, I caught myself and I le- I went home after Yikes. the se- I called it after the second period. Time for the pick of the week. It's brought to you by Riverfront Auto Sales. I owe you the pick of the week, and uh, we'll do that here with Riverfront. What do you got for pick of the week? Uh um, the Pro Bowl games. We're not yet at your Arsenal Man City game, right? No, that's uh that's a week from yesterday, two weeks from yesterday. This is a tough week, I feel like, for pick of the week because pick. I hate all star games. The pick of the week you get. It's brought to you by Riverfront Auto Sales. Their pick of the week is a twenty eighteen Kia Forte LX, fresh from Florida, only one owner, only fifty thousand miles. Check it out at Riverfrontautosales.com or call Marty Sr. Marty Jr. eight eight six sixteen twenty six. Pick of the week. You hate all star games. I'm going to the bandits game tomorrow. All right. Or Saturday. Saturday night. So that could be it. Um what else? So we talked about the Lakers games oh, from this weekend no. with LeBron chasing the record. It's the Pebble Beach Pro Am. Okay, yes, good. You got good. J- you got Josh playing, you got yeah. pe- you got Pebble Beach. Yeah, we'll do the Pebble Beach Pro Am. Which man, of all the things that he gets to do. And like Rodgers is there too. Uh pe- playing in that event is cool. I'm I'm going to say this. It's cooler than being an NFL quarterback. His Getting job, his job is to be an NFL quarterback. That's mm-hmm. really cool. Yep. Invited to play in Pebble Beach. I, I was watching a video on on Instagram or something yesterday, like the Player Lounge to be to go to Pebble and be treated like a, a golf playing pro. Yeah. It's like golf fantasy camp, except it kind of counts. It's on right. the PGA. It's amazing. Right. Of course, if they invite you to that, you tell the Pro Bowl. See ya. Yeah, it's it's amazing. So, so you're saying good you would Josh. you would rather be Ray Romano than Patrick Mahomes? Yes. How many Although time- Mahomes would play in this too, <laughs> so maybe the Burrow. You'd rather be Ray Romano than Joe Burrow because Ray Romano is playing in this, and he plays. I'm I'm sure he is. And Joe Burrow is an year. NFL quarterback. Yes. You'd rather be Ray Romano? Well, hold on. Let me let me phrase now, remember, it. Remember, you're you're in it. You're just. You're just a high enough level celebrity to get into the tournament. Okay. You might not get shown on TV that much, but you're there. I don't need to be on t- I don't want to be on TV, but yes, I want to play in that. Yeah. I mean, well, actually, you know what's good about this tournament is because I'm sure they're shooting all the time, right? Mm-hmm. They only show the good shots. So if you are ever on TV, it's only going to be a good shot, is that right? right? Do they only show the good shots? They, I don't I who I don't know. Celebrities would they show like a really bad shot, or would they not want to embarrass the guy? It's a good question. I don't know actually how they go about it. Tony in Syracuse has a theory on the hockey viewership. What's up, Tony?
3: Hey, what's up, guys? Um, it's two two points. One point is is you know most I think it's the only league that lets half of their teams into the playoffs, and it has a seventy two game regular season. So a lot of people are you know tune in towards the end of the regular season and for the playoffs, kind of like baseball, uh, at least for me anyway. But the other one is, you know, the stars that they constantly put on uh, the winter classics and all over the TV, the Oveskins, Crosby's, they're like 35, 40 years old now. So the guys that grew up when they came into the league, all those guys got families now and and have things going on in their life where they're not making, you know, a Tuesday 7 o'clock game a priority anymore. Uh, you know, I think they really got to get some of the young superstars all over TV, all over whatever, um, and really promote them. Like Josh doing the golf outings, you never see that with the hockey superstars. And I think that would get the younger generations back in, you know, on, on Tuesdays, Thursdays, whatever, watching the games. Yeah, maybe. maybe you know,
1: the, the, there is an era of really great young stars in the league right now. Yep. But it's a fair question about a lot of this stuff. For me. I'm not about one to say that fighting needs to come back. Would anybody say because there's less of that stuff that ratings are down? I would not. I don't really have a theory. I've had theories before about the league how, you know, it can be boring. It can be a slog, you know, the dead puck era. We've gone through a bunch of different times, but I wouldn't put any of that on it now. The league is, as a whole, run in a hilarious fashion. (laughs) We've said it it before that you wouldn't, you're in fantasy football leagues that are run more poorly than the NHL. The NHL are run better. You mean? Yes, that's what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah. yeah, run better than the NHL. Whether it's the three-two-one point system or the ridiculous playoff format or the fact that we fought- just today we-, yeah. we got announced that there will in fact be a defenseman on the Atlantic All-Star roster. They will have a defenseman. Mm-hmm. And they went to the three-on-three. I think that's been popular. I think that's been good. The playoff format is. It's, it is hilarious. Why would you want? You want to know why ratings are down? If you're a fan of Boston, Toronto, or Tampa, you know who you're playing in the playoffs right now. And you've known for like a month. Yep. And if you're Carolina, you are waiting to see. I, I shouldn't say Boston. Boston's going to play whoever finishes at the bottom. But, but you know you know where you're going to be in the standings. Yeah. Toronto and Tampa, it's over. And yeah. Boston, it's over. Yeah. Pretty much. Unless Carolina catches them. Yeah, but you, you've got playoff format locked in in January. And it's just dumb. And yeah. <laughs> like they, they do that in the interest of rivalries. And all they do is, especially in this division, they they kill the regular season. I think, yeah, like I, the defense of the point system is what? That they have more games that are going to be competitive or more teams that are going to be alive? The current point system? Right. I think I think with the NHL, I want 3-2-1. I, want I think what the NHL probably thinks that they do with... A loser point system where you only get two for the win. They just they don't want to be baseball. They don't want to have half the league or more than half the league sometimes get to the midway point of the year and their season's over and suddenly the buildings are empty because everyone knows that their season's over. So they artificially keep those teams alive, right? Like the Islanders, yeah. the 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 teams that have nine losses in overtime. We're going to give them all those points because. In the standings, it's going to look better. Now the fans will stay more invested, sell more tickets that way, keep fan interest as high as possible. So I feel like they know they're doing it artificially. Well, I've always felt like it's it's a lie to begin with. The math doesn't even work. You can claim all that. The 3-2-1 system would still have all the same stuff in place, except the team that looks further back could get more points. It's, right. It's like saying that NFL games would be closer if instead of touchdowns being worth 6 they were worth 1. Oh, the score's 2 to it's 2 to 1 instead of 14 to 7 like. Right. You just create the scoring system. It's still the same distance. Yeah. I don't I don't have a big theory on the NHL. They are hilariously run though. I do think Batman by the way, did, he, what was yesterday, the 30th anniversary of him taking over as commissioner. Yeah. He can't be commissioner that much longer. Right? I I don't know. I I will say, I do think... 70 years old, by the way. Isn't the studio presentation... You you were at the game last night, so I'm watching on TNT. And I've got Anson Carter, Jennifer Bottrell, Liam Liam McHugh, and Paul Bissonnette. Maybe you don't love that panel. It's better than Milbury and Keith Jones. Oh my God, it's a million times better. That panel is more fun, more interesting. It is an improvement over NBC versus NHL. Yes, the broadcast itself, maybe when, you don't think so. When Tocket was on it too, it was like he was at least interesting. Gretzky, even a little bit. They they at least bring on different people, by the way. Yeah. NBC, it's the same three guys every single time standing in the exact same spots. Patrick Sharp shows up for the playoffs. Right. <laughs> Patrick Sharp would show up. <laughs> That's it. But otherwise, yeah. No, you're the- sitting there looking handsome and you're like, Make me feel bad about myself. That's not a bad theory, too, I think, that I've seen of why the the ratings are down, is the the games went to ESPN and TNT, and there was a curiosity factor that you'll see in a lot of that you like, went, startup leagues. That they went up because of it? Yeah, casual fans went, okay, I'll try the NHL on for size. They watched a few games, they watched the season, and then this year they came back like, eh, I don't know how much I really enjoyed watching that, and then... That whatever that chunk of casual fans that showed up just because it was on, it was something on ESPN. They kind of went away. That might be the best theory of why ratings are down. Cause ratings were way up last year. So maybe this is just kind of the law of averages. Extendo sports on the way. Get ready for a day. Aaron, Rodgers. I got a Brady w- listen, thing that's going to annoy you too. When come on we come back. T- tell me my whole theory was not dead on Brady retired yesterday. Mm-hmm. What happened Today, Rodgers rumors to vegas <laughs> he couldn't he couldn't wait a day uh-huh devontae adams had a tweet about vegas here he is now on pat McAfee. aaron Rodgers could not let a day go by with tom brady in the news without yeah. i gotta kick up some rumors i don't know why they're talking about me going to vegas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that they by the way meaning his former teammate Devonte adams right. These, the, the, the rivalry between Brady and Rodgers on who can get in the news the most is one of the greatest rivalries in, in sports. And Rodgers is back. We're going to lose something when those two are gone for that, aren't we? We're going to get time back in our day? Who are the... They <laughs> <laughs> might talk about somebody else. The, the new quarterbacks. They're not really... Uh, are they about the spotlight? Not as much as these two. Yeah, I don't know. They might get there. Maybe. Diva status? Yeah, who's the next Diva quarterback? Russell Wilson, <laughs> but he's bad. So, who is the who is the young diva? The young is it Burrow? Burrow might become that, right? Couldn't I could see, I could see Burrow getting to the to the Rogers ego ego stage. You don't think it's possible? He'll be he'll be cast in that light more than he is in that light. First, sure, right? like sure, yeah. Three more years of not winning the Super Bowl and wearing. The pink flower suits yeah. and sneakers. and like, hey, buddy, another cigar? Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be Rex Ryan on the screen being like, maybe you should dress a little differently and start <laughs> winning some football games. Like That is, that is going to yes. happen if Burrow doesn't win a Super Bowl soon. Hmm. All right, Extendo Sports on the way.
0: Breaking Sports News airs first here. Guaranteed. WGR Sports Radio 550. 2020 Sports.
2: Extendo Sports. <laughs>
1: All right. Just calling it right now. Let's make our prediction in extendo sports. So Aaron Rodgers today mm-hmm. got back in the news with rumors of the Raiders maybe for a trade. He couldn't handle Tom Brady getting the spotlight for a day. So Rodgers is back. What will Brady do by tomorrow to get the attention back to him? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a big challenge post retirement announcement. Yeah. But he I he doesn't have as many options. No. But I think he'll he'll find a way. Is it a one-on-one interview? Is it his Fox deal? Is it a press conference? He's going to have to get back in the news. Yeah. I'm going to... The Fox. Fox uh, that he's going to be on the Super Bowl panel is going to be the news that we're going to see. You know what? It's interesting. Maybe we'll talk more about it tomorrow. Brady in the booth. I don't think he'll be good because I do think he might have more things to say and... Let's be really honest. Who's good in that role? Who's everybody think is good right now? Greg Olson. People think Greg Greg Olson is good. I don't have a strong opinion on Greg Olson. I know you're not a Romo guy, but a lot of people like Romo. People loved Romo at the start, and a lot of people have soured on him because he doesn't really even try anymore. Right. It is a very hard role to be loved in because you don't have time to really say that much. It's why I love the Manning cast. I get so much more information out of the Manning cast, and the Manning cast is a non-traditional broadcast. I just don't know how good you can really even be in the traditional broadcast. Romo was it for a while, and now it's gone. And if you think about every sport you could do, who's your favorite color analyst for hockey? Who is it for the NBA? The NBA, what's it? Jeff Van Gundy and maybe Reggie Miller for TNT. Okay. Van, Gu- No, Van Gundy and Mark Jackson, though, in the ESPN broadcast. Very yeah. good, with Mike yeah. Breen. Yeah. And But that's because Van Gundy in basketball and there's enough back and forth and flow van gundy gets time to just you know and mark jackson to breathe in a football broadcast there's not that much time to breathe 30 seconds yep i think it's tougher for anybody to really stand out it's why the manning cast you have it's nothing but just that room back and forth to breathe i mean it probably is just going to sound a lot like what we already hear isn't it is that the most likely outcome like I saw yesterday, like Brady will be great at it because he is so intelligent about the game. I hear that, but to combine that with the point you're making, how is he going to explain or use the, his intelligence of the game to describe to us what just happened? And he's got 20 seconds to do it. Right. What will set him apart? Will it be he's up on analytics and win probability? I mean, I said many times here on the show, the best broadcast of the year belonged to Amazon. And they had Herb Street and Al Michaels. And Michaels mailed it in this year by a lot of opinion. And Herb Street sometimes didn't even know the sport. Yeah. But it was the studio that made it the best. It was yeah. the, the graphics that made it the best. It was the on screen stuff. So, you know, as we kind of change into the next era of broadcasting, whether that's alternative broadcasts or alternative feeds. The Manning cast, the Amazon Prime video cast. Yeah. Like, Brady in a traditional role, I, just thought, I think there's a really big... There's a there's a hard ceiling on how good you can even be. I also feel like there's still a very good chance he just doesn't do it. Sure. I, it's hard for me to imagine him doing it. I mean, the Dolphins rumors from last year, not that he was going to go play for them, although that was a part of it. Part of it was a minority ownership stake in the team and running the organization. So don't we already have some evidence that he wants to run a team? And that, that might be so open to him in Miami by the way. That there's there's one of your candidates for news pieces to come out tomorrow to get him back that to get Rodgers off the front page ESPN and get Brady back that he's going to run the dolphins. He's going he's got to find a way to get back on. <laughs> I'm excited to find out tomorrow. We're back tomorrow. Extra Point show on the way here on WGR.